Hey, welcome back to the Nevis Podcast. This is Brian. This is Daryl. This is Take Two. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I started the, the intro and then realized, oh, three or five to whatever, how many seconds into it, I was not recording. So uh, yeah, here we are actually recording, I think. Um, we are. I see the lines. Very lucky it wasn't like 30 or 40 minutes in. Yeah. Then. Yeah. You know, the way my day's been going, like, that wouldn't have surprised me. So, anyway. Has that, ever, oh. has that ever happened before? Like, where you where something happened that didn't record for an extended amount of time? I'm sure it's happened to somebody else. I haven't done it for more than, like, a minute. So, but now that you say that, I got to knock on wood and, and, and say that I, I hope it doesn't happen. Um, So, yeah. All right. This week, we have uh, WandaVision episode five uh on a very special episode i love that that's the title um <laughs> and uh we're just gonna give the highlights and if you want to hear our, our our full thought thoughts go check out our patreon because we're doing these really fun commentaries we've gotten some good feedback on them um about the show and uh yeah it's been fun this was a is it, I, I call this an interesting episode um and and so we'll get to that we have Season five, episode ten, Nemesis Games. Um, the the last episode of season five of the Expanse. So God knows when that's coming back. I definitely have thoughts, and I don't know about you, but I kind of wanted to talk about like the season as a whole as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we don't do commentaries for that on Patreon, but um, you can check us out on YouTube to see when um, we just put like the clips up if you want to re-listen or share with your friends or whatever and then we have news bites about the wakanda tv series cobra kai and the fan relationship to the larusos which uh i found fascinating uh the Ob some obi-wan filming updates and a uh, a hollywood awards show so let's jump right into uh wakanda tv series in the works at disney plus with black panther director ryan coogler um so i have a question who do you think has done the best job with T'Challa as a director thus far? You're talking about between Coogler and the Russos? Yes, sir. I would ha I have to say the Russos. Yeah, exactly. They, like, yeah. <laughs> and I and again, this is coming from someone who is not as passionately meh about Black Panther as you are. I thought it was okay. But I'm taking away some of the CG issues that we had because the CG for the most part was terrible. But, you know, I, I, I found it intriguing. And but and this is the other thing, kind of going back to the Russos. It would not have been nearly as effective for me if the Russos did not make T'Challa what they made him in Civil War. Right. Like his, his, right. Honestly, he had a better character arc to me in Civil War in even though he wasn't the main character than he did in Black Panther. Well, he was he had a more understandable not just character arc, but he had a more understandable like um the whole like motivation for what was happening there. Um you know, he he may very well go down as like the worst king in history of Wakanda. Mm, so yeah. and I and mean, again, he, this is he, coming. He had everybody turn on, even his best friend turned on him for some dude who claimed to be from Wakanda. Yeah. Um, which, you know, who knows? 
but but yeah but uh, i and and yeah and to i would i would put coogler in the crosshairs of that decision because if it takes all that small of a thing for your friend best friend to turn on you because he got the people that killed his parents that that's that's too that's not enough substance for a turn but like going back to coogler we know coogler i mean again you talk about creed how much you love creed oh yeah like the creed Creed movies He didn't direct um, the second one, but he directed the first no, for, one. Yeah, you know. oh, I didn't know he did. Fruit, I thought he Fruit directed Fails, the second one. No, he did not. He produced it. But Fruitvale Station is fantastic. Yeah. So, I mean, he has a man crush on on, on Michael B. Jordan, as everyone should. <laughs> um, yes. You know, he he's a, he's a unit right there. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. So, there's not a lot of detail regarding the Kingdom of Wakanda series. Um but they're they're doubling down on the fact that they're not going to recast Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, um, and and I think that's a mistake. Yeah, I look, there are ways around this, but I understand what why they want to respect it. But I would think, to me, respecting. Uh, what Bozeman did would be to bring someone on to carry on the legacy. Right. And you know, when you say there's ways around it, I mean, it's very obviously John David Washington. Um, I, I oh, think he would step I, in and be amazing. Oh yeah. When I say ways, I didn't mean about the, re- <laughs> I, I didn't mean about recasting, which again, you are really on this JDW train, which again, I really like him too. You know, hey, I, th- I called, I called, Donald Glover as as Lando years before they yeah. cast him as yeah. Lando. So I figure maybe they're listening again and and they're like, you know what? He said it enough now that that's a good idea. Let let's see let's see if JDW wants to talk about this. We'll forget about well you know he was the best part of Ballers. I'm not gonna lie, um, but like yes. you know um, anyway. And, and look, he did good. He did good in his action shots in Tenet as well. So. He was the only part about Tenet I really liked. Yeah. So, plus I, I, I he didn't he, have a name. He was just called the protagonist, which the protagonist. I, I love that. So, I thought that was pretty. cool. And he named himself. You you realize that, right? He's when he said, right. "I'm the protagonist." It's like, sweet. That's that's your name, dude. That's who you is. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I I don't know. Um, <laughs> I I I don't. I just don't think. Um, uh, Latia, is that how you say it? Latia Wright, Latisha um, Wright, Latisha Wright. Sorry, I, I don't think that she can carry the not just the no. mantle of Black Panther, but the franchise of Black Panther. Yes, um, I, no, she she can't. I, she, I I'll say she cannot. She, she's and that's, great in small doses. Yeah, and I was about to say that's not not enough to yeah. Because again, this goes back. I'll I, I'll go to sports. Just because you're a great coordinator in football does not mean you can be a great head coach. Mm-hmm. And we've seen this over and over and over again. That's not a knock on your skills as a coordinator. Just like everyone can't, like you said, can't be the tentpole actor or can't be that main actor and, you know, you know, carry a movie. Some people are just better in supporting roles. Right. I, I mean, I, I'm, I, re- I love her character. As, I love her as Shuri. Mm-hmm. And I don't want right. her to change to become you know, the Black Panther and become Queen of Wakanda or what right, have you. Right. I want her in her role because she's so good at and I and I think it would take 
away from the franchise for her to become the Black Panther. Correct. And I don't want her to just like marry some dude and he becomes Black Panther either. I, I think that's dumb. Um, no, no. Maybe they do like uh, T'Challa went to like the mainland and, and, and had a baby or something and then some 15 year old kid shows up to be Black Panther. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, that seems pretty stereotypical. But okay, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, sure, uh, good on you. Or they just do the right thing and recast him. With who? I, I mean, it, it, it could be it could be uh, Sticky Fingers. You know, it could be uh, Kofi oh, Kingston. Please no, please no. I, I remember him in Blade. Oh, dude, that's Blade why. Yeah, he, he he ruined that Blade. Oh TV my show. god. Um. Oh, jeez. You know. Uh. You know. I don't know. I mean, you could go get um. What's his name? Sterling K. Brown. Oh wait, no, he was already in it. He played one of the. Yeah. Never mind. He couldn't. He was already in Black Panther yeah. One. I forgot about that. Just, just say what you're thinking. Just say the name you want to say again. I mean, it's John David Washington. I mean, that's that's, that's the only answer. So, is that your final answer, uh, dude? It's the only answer. There, there's no. It's, this isn't a multiple choice question. John John David Washington should be the new Black Panther, and you know, um, anyway, I I, I think um, I, I think it's cool that. If they're going to do a show, a Wakanda show, maybe it doesn't have Black Panther at all. Yeah. And again, Wakanda, one of the other things I was, you know, as we were taking the IGN survey of what you liked about Black Panther. Yeah, I was really upset (laughs) that there was nothing. Like, nothing was not an option. (laughs) One of the things I I, kind of compare it to Avatar. The story of Avatar. Oh, well, no. James Cameron's avatar. Let, let's get that straight. Yeah, the, the subpar, real, we the already, subpar avatar. Yeah, we already know who the real avatar is. Yeah, Cora. James can't. I haven't gotten to that yet. But uh, she's the avatar. I'm, you had to deal with it. Nah, um, whatever. Yeah. I like Aang better, even though I haven't seen her yet. So, but in, in Avatar, in James Cameron's avatar, the story was meh. Mm-hmm. The CG was great. Mm-hmm. But was more important this world that he built, even though we didn't get a we didn't get it enough to me enough to see. I love the world he created and that symbiotic relationship. I love the snippets of the world that Kugler and company created in Black Panther. Sure. And I would I would be down for seeing more of that without having the Black Panther part of it. Yeah, I mean like the 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 world that James Wan created in um underwater Aquaman you know, was, or underwater yes. Black Panther was, yeah. you know, I mean, it's the same thing. Uh, yeah, except exactly. for uh, his best friend didn't show up and, and then lead a nationwide revolt against him. Yes. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, so we'll see. I don't, I, maybe what they do is they go get the guy that played uh, T'Challa's dad. <laughs> and it's like, or, or maybe what they do is they cast someone to, who will be, or the, they get the guy that played T'Challa's dad at the first scene in the movies in Oakland. Um, and it's him being Black Panther. Oh, so you're like a retro series? Yeah, why not? You could have the awesome yeah. collar. I mean, you know, let's 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 just go with it. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, there's so. like this is one of those things where there are so many options, and yep. just don't. I just would say don't pigeonhole hold themselves into making it be about the Black Panther. No, we don't need that. What if they deep fake an actor like they did to Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian? 
uh, the technology is there. I mean, they're not technically know. recasting, and you know, yeah, I that just that that kind of creeps me out. Like, even I think though if they you're did, dead, they should they should not like do a whole series with you. Yeah, like Rogue One with uh, uh, Peter, what's his name, who played Grand Moff Tarkin. Oh, Peter Cushing. Yeah. I got that, even though it, it creeped me out just because, like, okay, this dude's dead and, you know, he's acting in this movie. But there was actually a movie about that, too. Um, I can't remember what actress was in it, but she signed over her likeness and they ended up doing that yeah. using, like, deep fake type technology so. to basically perpetuate her as an actress despite her not oh, actually Simone. being acting. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, there yeah, it, with, was. With I think it was. With Al yeah. I think that was Simone. Um. No, Simone was just made up. Simone didn't exist. I don't know. Anyway, all right, let's move on. Um, so we 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 have this uh, Cobra Kai story that came out on Bleeding Cool this week, which uh, I, I found interesting because it, it it's all about Mary Mouser being surprised at fans' reactions to the Larussos, and it makes me wonder how. Uh, how self-aware she is. Well, I mean, she is Daniel's kid. No, but <laughs> Well, I mean, so she, she's, I, I can't tell. I like, I don't know if she's upset or if she thinks it's funny. I think she's yeah. upset because she keeps calling people haters. Um, but she, she's, she's upset that people see the LaRussos as the bullies and, and that they're getting a mixed reaction and especially like when there's a saying that there's a clear villain in Martin Cove's John Kreese. But here's the thing. In the first season, she's the bad guy. Well, like amongst said, the we, high school kids. Yeah. And again, people just people assume the bad person is the one, mm-hmm. you know, you know, the, like they say with the villain, you know, the mustache twirling villain. Right. No, that doesn't. No, that that that's not the bad guy. The, the bad guy is the one that pushes the other characters, or, or in her case, uh, basically with, and this is what you said with Tori. Yeah, you know, she first time she meets Tori, she accuses her of stealing her mom's wallet. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Yeah, when it was her boy's uh, friends who did it. Yeah, you know, the, who who she cheated on her boyfriend with. Yeah, you know, and then. And then, and then in the skating rink, Tori bumps into her. Yes, it was done purposely. Yeah. So what you do is you kick her legs out from under her. Right. No, you 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 don't. But that's what she did. Like her her first yeah. instinct is always violence. Like in season two, when they're in the arcade and the Cobra Kai's are there running wild, what does she do? She leads the attack on them. And then when Tori shows up to you know uh, settle the score. She she runs and hides and lets Dimitri's arm get broken. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. I don't. I, you, it's it, just yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And if you, as I say, if you all can't do not hear, we we we're not big fans of her character. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, and we're just. I mean, I do. I I don't like how she's written, and I don't remember seeing Mary Mouser in anything else. So I I mean, I have no opinion of Mary Mouser. Yeah. Um. I, I, think I just don't like she, the character at she all. She does as good as she can with what they've written as Sam LaRusso. Um, but Samantha Sam LaRusso is, is like on par with Adrian Balboa. 
you know, like just this annoying wet blanket character. She's, you know, she, she just, she's there to ruin everything for everybody. Yeah. So, it's just, it, but to your point, it's just funny that she can't step away and see why people don't like the LaRussas. Right. Like, and, and like, so what she does to Miguel in season one with Robbie, and then what she turns around and does to Robbie with Miguel in season two. And well, that, and even Daniel says, is like, I mean, Sam, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Sam, like early on. Sam needs to take it's a like year. A, no, no boys. Just, yeah. just get to know herself. Maybe, maybe do some Miyagi do Kata. Um, you know, maybe he should send her to Okinawa to train with Chosen. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's so, it's just, I don't know. It's just really funny. Um, yeah. It, it says here, like, you know, um, the energy it takes me not to go online and respond, but what about all the other people? What about everyone else who made a bad decision? It's not just me. Um, you know, it's like, it's not you, Mary. You're not the problem. It's the yeah. fact that your character is legitimately, you know, one of the bad guys of the show. It's just unlikable. And yeah. like, yeah. Like, and again, we know that Crease is the villain, but at least Crease is interesting. Yeah. Unfortunately, they made Crease really sympathetic this last season up yeah, until they, the last they... episode. But, yeah. uh, but yeah. I don't know. It was, I, I just found, I, I found the article. I thought it was interesting. I wanted to talk about it. We didn't talk enough about Cobra Kai um, because Netflix just think... dumped it all at once. Yeah. I don't think you can ever talk enough about Cobra Kai. No, you can't. So, you know, I told you I was going to cancel Netflix. Yeah. I still haven't because I'm like, I might want to watch Cobra Kai again this week. <laughs> I'm thinking about starting so. it from the beginning again. After, I think I, after I finish uh, probably Last Viking or The Last Kingdom, I'm going to go back and just cool. watch it from the start again. Nice. Um, all right. So moving on yet again, we have Obi-Wan filming news. Um. So I was allegedly. telling you, <laughs> allegedly, yeah, allegedly we're getting Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, so this this is from what is the website? Where to go? Uh, Star Wars News Net, which is like a legit Star Wars news site. Um, but it was all over the place. Ewan McGregor confirms Star Wars Obi Wan Kenobi will start filming late spring in Los Angeles. Um, so you know when they confirmed they were going to start filming the show. At D23 in 2019. That's been a long time now. So, um, yeah, so he was on um, Eddie Izzard's show or whatever, um, stream, where Eddie Izzard was uh, doing some kind of thing on a treadmill. Like, he was doing, like, 48 hours of running or something weird like that. And so they were just chatting. And, uh, you know, Ewan said, hey, this is this is what's going on. So... You know, um, I think Ewan would know when things are going to start shooting, but you never know. Um, but yeah, and 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 we 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 got that we got that catchphrase that we keep hearing about this that makes me really um nervous about this show about Hayden will be back in the role of Darth Vader, yeah. bringing us the rematch of the century, and it's like. Um, it's like I told you, these are people who know nothing about Star Wars who are saying this. Yeah. I, Kathleen Kennedy and uh, some of the cohorts at 
Lucasfilm should take Xander's from Buffy when he said, sometimes I just shouldn't say words. They should do that. Maybe. Because the things that come out of their mouths and, you know, the rematch of Century, that's offensive in the sense of Star Wars canon and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot worse that comes out of that. Them. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, the thing about this, and we were talking about before we started recording, is that supposedly the Mandalorian is supposed to be or was set to be filmed or that's what it came to the grapevine that the Mandalorian was going to be filming after Boba Fett finished mm-hmm. and it was going to be in the spring and it was going to be in LA. Right. So now that this is supposed like McGregor confirms this is going to be filmed in LA in the late spring. Yeah, you know, something's you know something's being shifted here. Whether we we again whether we end up getting news that Obi-Wan gets moved or maybe quite possibly the Mandalorian gets pushed back, who knows, but right. that's what I'm Con, that not concerned, but that's what I'm interested in to see what this filming schedule is going to look like. How and for, like with Obi Wan versus the Mandalorian, like w- which one of these are going to get pushed back? So they've put the the vol. There's more than one volume now, right? They they have they have a bunch of them. Um, I think they have four, is what they said. So mm-hmm. maybe they're just going to do. Maybe Obi-Wan's not going to be shot on the volume. It's going to be shot somewhere else um, in and around L.A., out in like the desert or something, since I doubt they're going to go to uh, Tanzania or Tunisia. Tunisia. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know. I'll be honest. I'd rather have the Mandalorian um, than them ruining the trilogy i'd rather have the mandalorian too let's yeah i just so would i mean i again obviously when this series obi-wan comes out i'm absolutely watching it don't get me wrong but yeah if if they said tomorrow oh yeah we're not going ahead with the obi-wan series i just give a shrug of the shoulders like yeah okay whatever if they said that for the Mandalorian, you would get a much different reaction from me. Right. So yeah, I, I would yeah. say yeah. You know that sucks. I, I was really interested to see what Deborah Chow was going to do with this because I liked her episode of season one on the Mandalorian, and I love you and McGregor, and I love Obi Wan. But all right, I mean, you know, they 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 didn't they don't they, they just don't seem to have their ducks in a row. And didn't they have to rewrite all the scripts? So that's, why I, that's a was, rumor. I, I, that was I a rumor. I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't if, know was, if that was true. Yeah. I, I, again, the, the, that's, that's the thing you have to watch out for because I've heard it from several different sources. But again, if they're taking it from the same source, you know, and, you know, everything gets around the world and then you think of it as fact when it's not necessarily yeah. fact. Well, I mean, here's the other thing to think about is we love Star Wars rumors. Lo- I mean, I know I this love is them. True. I, 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 I love when they're... They're we're we're they're they're decanonizing the sequel trilogy. Dave, Dave Filoni already set this up in in you know uh, Rebels season two. Um, okay, if you say so. Um, I, I <laughs> d- you know I, as much as I would love to see them do that, uh, they're not going to let a uh, <laughs> let, let let a a franchise that made four billion dollars like just be retconned out of existence. Um, 
unless they think they can redo them make and make twelve billion dollars. Yeah, you know, uh, eight or nine. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. So, so, so I don't, I don't know what to think about all of this. I, I just know that more often than not, under Kathleen Kennedy's leadership, um, and the particular story group that they have. The idea of Star Wars is closer to uh, stealing from Star Trek, World of Warcraft, Babylon 5, Battlestar Galactica, things like that, than it is to be in Star Wars. Yeah. And again, it's because these people don't know anything about Star Wars. Uh, it's like the High Republic thing that came out today where there's a Togruta character who uh, purified a bled Kyber to have a white lightsaber. Um <clears throat> Ahsoka. Oh, oh, excuse me. Yeah. That's exactly what happened in Ahsoka's book. And they have people like Pablo Hidalgo who claims to be a part of the Star Wars story group and to be like the canon czar involved in heavily involved in the High Republic. And, you know, we saw we saw all those like um, alleged. I'm going to just use the word alleged uh, photographs of their writer's room where the very top thing was diversity and the third thing was story. <laughs> I don't care what it is. Like when you're telling story, story should always and story should always be number one. If you're telling something as expansive as Star Wars, I'll say, you know, because you know if you're doing a San Andreas or you know like a, a kaiju movie, okay, it's right. about the action, not the story. But when you're telling well, the action something, is, is the a, story. Yes, well, that's true. Yeah, story should always come first. So period. In the so, but he, he, here's the here's the thing with, with Star Wars, is it's not just the story you're currently telling that you need to worry about, it's the beloved canon that you can't screw up. Yes, Rogue One did a great job of adding to canon. Yes, Solo did a great job of making us go. Oh, is this fucking canon? <laughs> so, um. Come on, he was named by the Empire. Just oh, that was such an eye rolling scene. It was cringe. That was was so eye rolling. Uh, Who are your people? Oh, okay, you're a Uh, solo. Oh god. Yeah, I was just watching that a little bit of that the other day. Here's the thing, or not the other day, but a couple weeks ago, and I saw that scene. All in all, Solo is actually a very fun movie, so it's just not good. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so I don't know what's happening with Obi-Wan. Uh, it may happen. It may not. I, I, I think we have to just wait and see. I think if they're – see, this is the problem with the pandemic is um, they're pushing things back and back and back. And it's just release the shit. Get it out there. You know? So Yes. All right. Let's move on to our last news bite of the, uh, of the episode. Um, a little thing called – the SAG Awards. What do we think about the SAG Awards? Uh, yep. All right. So talking about WandaVision. Uh, yes. So No, seriously. Like the SAG Awards came out. Um, there's a bunch of nominations. I put a link in the show notes if you actually care about that. Um, we don't. And I just wanted everyone to know that we don't. Anyway. Okay. So WandaVision. <laughs> uh, this was a very interesting episode. Um, yes, this, this definitely made up for last week's episode in my eyes. Um, I know you liked last week's episode. 
Uh, I like this I, week's a lot more. Uh, this was this was a a very very good, uh, not just world building episode, but um, moving moving the things forward. And then uh, I knew who showed up at the end was showing up, and I actually got spoiled that it was in this episode um, before the episode came out. Um, and we're not going to spoil that. Again, you can join us on Patreon. Get the commentary where we talk really in-depth. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I will say I, I, I liked Monica Rambeau better in this episode. Yes. I, and uh, the other thing I liked is I liked the split between the WandaVision yep. and the real world. Yes. I like how they went back and, and I, 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 and I'm, I'm assuming, and I'm hoping they do that for the rest, the remainder of, I think we have four, four more episodes. I think they have to. It, they yeah. Have so, to. because it, look, as much as I love the first few episodes because of that, you know, nostalgia factor, I want, I, I did want more of the plot and we're, we're getting that last week. We got some, some of it, you know, even if it was like ham, you know, shoved into your mouth. But also, this was more, this was a, they did a much better job of, you know, telling and showing mm-hmm. instead of the whole telling thing. Right. Which I, which I appreciated as well. I, and again, I think that, yeah, I think she, like, she was much better as Monica Rambo in this episode yep. than last episode. And oh, I don't good. know if that was, yeah, I don't know if part of that was the fact that she was the lead in last episode. And again, I'm assuming these were filmed, you know, filmed in order because right. you know, I would yeah, change things. So I don't know if it, it was the, you know, was it, was it the same director or different director? Uh, it's always the same director, Matt Shackman. Okay. Um, so he's direct. And it was written by Peter Cameron and Mackenzie door. So it might've been her just feeling more comfortable in the role. Maybe, Who knows? Yeah. But I, I just, I just thought Tayona Paris was better this yes. episode than she was. I, I agree. I, I think part of it too is uh cat Denning is a really good actress. Uh, yeah, she she's very funny. She brings she brings a lot out of other actors, and the same with Randall Park, who is, um, you know, uh, Agent Wu is Agent Wu, but is also a treasure. And if you yeah. haven't ever seen um, Fresh Off the Boat, um, where he he plays uh the the dad, uh, you should definitely go watch it. And if you're a fan of The Office, he's the one. Yeah, who, he's Jim Halpert. He's Jim Halpert. Yeah. <laughs> so he's Asian Jim, Jim Halpert, which was I love that the episode. best prank. That was the absolute greatest <laughs> prank that they pulled in the entire in the entire series. Um, so I I liked I liked that we got more Agnes. Um, we got a lot of Agnes, a lot of really uh, different kinds of Agnes. Uh, that I don't yes. like want to go too far into. Uh, I can't um, wait to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. So. So we got that. We got um we got Vision doing doing stuff. Um yeah, and, you, and and questioning things. And Paul Bettany absolutely showing different levels of his acting chops too. Oh, he's amazing. He's just Yeah, because you know, he's always been a stoic as vi- well cuz Vision's a synthoid android, whatever you want to call it. He's always had this stoic nature and that and, and we've seen some of it bits more on the the happy side yeah. during the during the season, but we get more of the you know the negative emotions or the mm-hmm. panic in this episode. And I thought you know the scene scene I'm talking about was yeah. it's just 
brilliantly acted. And, and we got a very clear answer to where this is in the timeline. Um, and we got a bunch of other questions to ask too, which was was great. Um, about who's doing what, uh, who's who's in who's in control, things like that. And then there was a great um, just surprise at the end. Uh, I saw someone said it was like a Baby Yoda-esque surprise. I'm like, ah, I would never go that far. Um, nah. But I have a question. Did you like Family Ties? Yeah. That's another one of those shows I used to watch all the time. So so I loved Family Ties. Loved Family Ties for two reasons. One, um, at that time, you know, when we were little kids, I was probably the same height as Michael J. Fox. So <laughs> there, there was that. Um, but I loved Alex P. Keaton. And two, they were in Ohio. <laughs> yeah so growing up being living in ohio at the time it's like hey we could be and he could be neighbors he could be my best friend so um justine bateman could be my girlfriend no didn't have a chance there never ever would have a chance but you know um yeah so so it, it's uh it, it was it was just really really good and in the way the way they went in and out of uh, reality and and, and and WandaVision and the way uh, the one scene when they with with the result of the drone that they sent in was yeah. was really cool. Um, and and yeah, I thought I thought that uh, the kids aging up. Yes. Um, was really really neat and 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 just like i just gotta say r.i.p sparky i know that was pretty heavy R- rest in power but, little guy <laughs> but it was a it was it was titled on a very special episode and usually those they have those like back then when they would say on a very special episode of family ties there was always something super serious that happened right so Correct. that was that was absolutely perfect for but yeah, to your point, there were a lot. Like, I have more questions, and I, you know, watching. Well, I didn't watch it again, but I was watching somebody's reaction to it, and there was a scene that I, I didn't even think about, and and I'll we'll talk about more later, where I, I thought something that I didn't think about before, where it was like, hmm, that's a good observation. Yeah. I wonder what's going on. I, I am but, gonna say this is the exact reason I do not want J.J. Abrams. Damon Lindelof or Carlton Cuse to go anywhere near Marvel. No, no. So, so gentlemen, when you have a show that is vaguely giving answers for the first few episodes, and then the studio forces you to spoon feed everybody in the fifth episode, um, and you come back, you don't continue asking weird questions without answering other things at the same time. You, you, you keep you keep me on the hook. But you still feed me. Yes. Maybe not as much as the, the, the episode before where, you know, they, they backed the the truck up and, and, and shot the, <laughs> the milk hose out of it, Kurt Angle style at me. But yes. Please more of this. This this episode right here is is the 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 general format that I wanna see until they decide to be fully in the real world. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this was that perfect blend. Um and 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 just to say, uh, so hey, whoever at Screen Rant is listening right now, you are welcome for us giving you the idea of putting Agent Wu and Darcy together in an X Files style show. 
Yes. Because our episode came out before you wrote that. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. It, it, I, it, yeah, we were not the only people that thought of that, but I just yeah. thought it was really funny to see. Yeah, I, yeah. I went uh, one of my old coworkers. I went to lunch with, and I said, "That is the show that I didn't realize I wanted mm. until I until it was said. Until so, I told yes, you, please, yeah. Let's do so, a Darcy Wu show. Yeah. So, so I think the moral of that story is, Daryl, you don't know what you want until I tell you you want it. Uh, no. <laughs> Let's see. There, there's the dirt, uh, the woo in, in Darcy Hour. There's pops. There's uh, Star Wars Black Series figures. There's comics to games. I see a train. Comics. What was that last part? Comics to games. Oh, Mike's store right by your house. Yes. So anyway, well, <laughs> and soon, soon to be adding Kokomo toys to that list. So, <laughs> anywho, um, but no, this was this was a really good episode. I will say, I thought this episode just looked great. It was filmed amazingly, um, especially in the scene, and this was in the trailer. So, so, so I feel like we can talk about it a little bit here. Is when Agnes is like, "Do we need to go back to one?" When Vision asks yes. the wrong question. And uh, I-, I thought the way that they, they – it went from like sitcom style – from like sitcom or multi-camera style to like documentary style almost. Yeah. You know, and it was it was just and, really, really cool. Yeah, I, I, I really did like <clears throat> that back and forth and, you know, the you know, how they set up some of the shots and, you know, you get the black and white. In, in in a certain scene, and then you get the red overlay. Yep. Yeah. And it, Norm, it was just Norm. Yes. Norm was Norm was priceless in this episode. <laughs> yeah, I, it, this was just a great episode of, yep. and what and it, it it and again, it wasn't just for a one off, but right. the way that it answered some questions, and it still left you with more questions right. to be answered. And I miss Sherbert this week. Oh, poor Sherb. Sherbert at. <laughs> Dottie wasn't in there either. No, there was no Dottie. Um, so yeah, it was it was just really good. Okay, so if you want to hear us talk more about this, uh, well, real quick rating. Let's say uh, out of five, uh, Sparky's in a blanket. <laughs> I'm gonna go four. I think I'm just gonna go four. Okay, so I'm I got I got this one as a four or five. Okay, four point five. Yeah. So, um, I like I could I could be tempted to go up to four point five because of when they squared off in the living room, um, was really cool. But I, I'm going to stick with four, four out of five. Yeah, four out of five. Sparky's in a blanket. <laughs> Sparky's. That's rough. Is it? Is it rough uh, or is it funny? That's not funny. It's dark humor. Just like your, just like your whole Black Widow motif <laughs> that you've been doing. That's not funny. <laughs> no, that's hilarious because I have two of you to do it too. Yeah. You're a monster, Amy. Ah, <laughs> uh, Shrek, or was that Shrek two? That was Shrek two, wasn't it? No, that was Shrek. Was it the first? Because that was when he cut. Yeah, that was when he cut off the gingerbread. It's like he was running with his little, his little, yeah. his gingerbread legs. You'll talk. I will not. <laughs> not the buttons. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. 
So, um, yeah, moving on to our, our final topic, uh, The Expanse, season five, episode 10. Nemesis Games. Nemesis Games. <laughs> I should do like a, a, like, figure out how to do a voice modulator there and be like, Nemesis Games, 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 Games. <laughs> I will say this. For, like, <clears throat> The first was the first ten minutes of this episode, like when everything was getting set up. This was probably for me the best intro of an episode for this season, mm-hmm. and it be, and again, part of it's because of what led up to it. This, everything we knew it was on the line. We see Holden and them preparing for war. We mm-hmm. know, you know, we know Naomi's in bad shape, obviously. Right, and. Just that preparation for oh, and then drummer and her crew, the tension between her and Oksana and all them, everything, and just did such a great job setting things up right. for what was going to happen. Well, I, and, I, I think it was summed up in one line of dialogue, actually. Captain, now Camino later. That is yes, I love that one. Like. Like I just you know again I, I I just rewatched it before we started filming and I said oh dude that's one of my favorite lines yep. right there yeah and and I and again once again I saw a shirt with her saying that on it I'm sure with her yeah. face yeah you know Captain now at the top and then at the bottom Kamina later and it just says like Belta Loda behind everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> or no it says Sasuke <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah it was uh. So I, I saw I saw one react. I didn't watch a reaction video, but I saw some reaction articles. I guess not really reviews necessarily. Um, and I did see one where it called this like the greatest space battle in the history of television. Um, mm, and yeah. no, I, I don't. I don't think the Expanse has come close to Battlestar Galactica in in, in surpassing it for like the space battles. Um, I actually don't think it's come. It's surpassed uh, space and above and beyond in the space battles just yet. Uh, they're amazing. There's no doubt about it. And to, for those to be the top three shows for space battles on 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 TV, um, that is rarefied air. Um, Star Trek and Star Wars wishes they were that good. Yeah, one thing I like about these space battles here is again they rarely put. This, you know, multiple ships on, unless you know you're doing a drive by, but usually the ships are on screen one at a time because mm-hmm. they're so far apart, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Because again, one of the things Holton says is that, yeah, we have a rail gun, but you know, we're going to be shot up with missiles before we can get into effective range. Right. And that's one of the things that, you know, and again, much of what BSG did was because it, they were single fighters. Right. You know, they were fighting. You know, fighters. So you could show multiple ones, you know, even with, uh, you know, the, you know, the good guys and then the Cylons, you know, uh, drones or whatever. Wait, you mean the good guys and then the Colonials? (laughs) Anyway, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Although, to be honest, the Colonials did do them dirty, so. Yeah, I mean, the the slaves rose up. So they were basically, yeah, yeah. that's what it was. So So I I, now that I think about it, I can't really. Goddamn Eric Stoltz. Just started it all. Yep. So, yeah, I I wouldn't say it's the greatest ever, 
but no. I thought it was, it was great. It was though. a lot of fun. It, it was it was it was great. Yeah. It was um I I actually thought the battle near the end was was a little better. Um, and I guess I would I, I you wouldn't too. even call that a battle. That it was more of an ambush. But I thought they used yeah. the whole idea of space much better. Um, and, and we'll, we will get to that. Ah, uh, it was um, it was nice to see Holden being that strategic mastermind that he is that we've been missing this season and 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 i'll I'll get to the 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 part of the story that they left out later um because they they made a big they made a big leap with something that happened at the end of this episode well they they made a big leap with the uh um what is the ship called do you remember it started with the b the uh, Barkeith. Um, the Barkeith. Thank you. With the Barkeith uh, essentially disintegrating, like that wasn't that that should not have happened in this episode. Yeah, I. So, um, but it, oh, sorry. Um, I'm I'm still kind of like mulling that over, and uh, and a lot of what like because in in a way I agree. Also, again, I just. I just it just depends on how they ma- they how they frame season six, which again I am I'm, I mentioned this last week. I'm I'm kind of concerned about. So, so. Hol- Holden spent too much time spinning his wheels on Tycho and not enough time doing the stuff that he was doing in Nemesis game to make what happened to the Barkeith actually hold water. And when that happens, and we as the audience know more than the characters, that's a really fun place to be. Right. Um. But I'll I'll say this, um, the 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 whole thing with with the Rossi at the beginning there, um, I, I think they're gonna really because Kaz Anvar isn't gonna be part of the show moving forward. Um, spoilers, because they killed Alex off the way they did, and they did not introduce the Belter pilot from the books. I think we're yeah. stuck with Bull, and I don't like that. I don't I don't I don't like the energy he brings. And I felt like for a minute there, they were trying to make us think he was part of uh, Anaros, um, the Free Navy. I don't know if, if you caught on to that at all, where it's like, oh, wait, he's going to when, when he said there's always when Marco, I think he said there's always there's always a knife or or something. Uh, you always you must always have a knife in the dark, which, is, yeah. again, that's another great line. And, and I thought I thought that that was maybe Bull because Bull was like doing something in the pilot chair, like kind of wonky. Um, but what I really liked about this is when they're like, well, we have, you know, just a few missiles left. We have, uh, we have so many, uh, uh, PDC rounds and we are running low on fuel and they're like, um, you know, and we have a half a pack of smokes. It's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. (laughs) Hit it. Like I thought that was a, that was a great that was a just great heroic moment for yeah, Holden I, I, to say oh sorry go ahead no keep keep going oh, for Holden to say for, for for Holden to say look I know this is an unwinnable situation but we're gonna do what we can and I did not like the word the fact that he used the word friends and not family um, but I feel like if he would have said family I would have been wondering where his silver cross was and his charger. <laughs> um, but when he said we're gonna give my family the or my friends the the ability to to survive, and, and Bull's like I really hate getting blown up before before we even get a chance to fight. And he looks at me, and goes, "Why can't we do both?" 
Yes. Like that is the hold in. Yeah, that is absolutely the hold in that we we we've been following for the last what five years. Right. And if Steve Strait can win for like best guest star in a in a season, um, any kind of award that that <laughs> like best guest star in a season, Steve best Strait. guest star. So yeah, I, I and yeah, that's this was very you know Holden heavy Holden centric. Well, not Holden centric actually, but he was like one of the main parts of this unlike much of this season sadly so you know holden is my favorite character uh, you know i joke that his name is but homeless holden is my favorite character um he's my favorite character in the books as well partly because most of it is from his point of view um mm-hmm. and i enjoyed seeing other parts of the world from the other point of views this season but without holden's pov and without without holden being so in the books I'm, I'm gonna just spoil something so in the books there's ships that are disappearing it's it, it's like one in in six or no it's not even like that it's like one in 20 ships goes missing um as they they pass through ring gates and they're trying to figure it out and it, it's it becomes very important in uh abaddon's gate is that how you say it yes um the next book which will be the next season um, and it is something that they should have let they should have let Holden set up for that because then when the uh, Barkeith um, disintegrated, then that's where we learn like oh this is the ring gates are taking the ships, but we don't know why yet, and we're not going to know why for quite a while. Right. So, um, yeah that 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 was like that's that's just like. Oh, we were so close to getting getting this this whole other like non political monster not not political monster let me rephrase that non you know righteous indignation holden and we were going to get like sherlock holmes holden sherlock holden right um <laughs> sherlock holden and uh and, and and i feel like it was a huge missed opportunity and you know that came from the fact that we spent so much time with the Anaros family. Yes. And again, one of the things you talked about when we were talking about, when we were going about the Cobra Kai thing is how they made crease a little bit, almost too sympathetic. And some of the stuff they did with the whole Marco thing, it worked in the same way when there are times where less is more. And as much as we love Keon Alexander, if we would have gotten less of him, and less of his point of view, it would have, I think it would have solidified him better as this menacing villain, as well as allowed us to get more time with some of the things we're talking about now. Because I did, was there ever mention of ships disappearing no, this season? Not, not at all. That's I, the I didn't think so. That That's yeah. why it was a very unearned moment. And I know it was, it was, uh, it was meant as a, as a, <gasps> What cliffhanger? Right. But it, it would have had m- even more resonance if we knew ships were disappearing. And yeah, and, I, I, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss any kind of like a throwaway line of dialogue where someone says something along those lines. So yeah, because I mean, Monica is so so um, focused on on the uh, the it's not the Nimmin. Uh, what's the name of the it? 
the ship that they're after um, with the proto molecule. She's so focused on that that Zemea. she figures that yeah, Zamea. Thank you. She figures that out and you know solves that case. Um, but at the same time, it's like okay, but where was where 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 was this other thing? Because the the reason Holden was able to figure it out is because he got left on Tycho all by himself and he was bored. Right. And yeah. you know he was doing the typical James Holden thing and just pressing buttons. Pressing buttons. <laughs> Still want to again. That's that's a top ten line for this season. This is, really is that how, how you, you really go through? Go through. <laughs> What'd you do? I saw a button. It's <laughs> a button. I pressed it. That's like a five year old. Right. Um. So yeah. So we got as much Alex and Bobby this season as we've gotten in one episode. Um, mm-hmm. and that ended horrifically. Um, you know, it, it was, it was Alex till the end, right? He was, he mm-hmm. was Alex. I mean, he was that brave idiot that, that Naomi called him. Um, I hated that he died by himself on the screaming firehawk. I hated it. Yeah. Um, and and like so the subheading for this week's episode, if you're gonna go, going alone in the screaming firehawk sucks. Yeah. Um we never got to see all four of them together at any point and, in this season. Yeah. And look, I understand shit like this happens in life where you don't get to say goodbye. However, we're talking about, you know, a story being created, being crafted. Mm-hmm. They deserve to be together one last time. I think because the we fans didn't get... deserved it. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And because we did not yeah. get one scene with them together all season long. Right. Because and... when it started, he was on Mars. Yeah. And Amos was on Earth. And it was just Holden and Naomi. Mm-hmm. So I did not like I'm a little bit more um kind of this might be one of those things where it was good that you know we weren't doing a, a live reaction because my reaction to that when that happened there were quite a few expletives thrown out and not in the way of i'm sad it's i'm pissed off that, our our text chain back and forth there was not was not very happy um no like not at all so here's the thing is i hopped on facebook afterwards because i delete i deleted twitter off of my phone um, you know, I still have the account, but it just, whatever. Um, and there were so many people on Facebook. It's like, why did they have to, why did they kill Alex? What is going on? Um, what, what, what is happening here? What? And, and so there were some people in there who were like, oh, well, you know, he's, he's a rapist or, or whatever. And it's like, you know, uh, Alcon. The Acorn, whatever the hell the, the the network is that or the studio is, yeah, Alcon, Alcon, yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, they they claim to have done an investigation into this. Um, you can go to Reddit. If, I think it's in r dash r slash expanse. Um, or the expanse. Um, where where they share like some messages that were leaked and like, you know, it seems like Kaz Anvar was kind of a creep to 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 the ladies. Um. But, like, we never got to hear, like, what they found in their investigation. Um, we have a lot of, like, one-sided conversations where people have deleted their responses. Um, and and I'm, not, I'm not at all, you know, condoning his activity 
or his his behavior let's put it that way but at, at the same time it's like what did, what else did they change from the season like how much more bobby should we have gotten because you can very clearly tell <clears throat> after they leave mars is when they're like okay we're scaling alex back mm-hmm. and and in doing so we 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 also lost frankie adams for most of the season yeah. and and that's that's a problem um the other big issue I saw was people called this season boring. Well, and again, like I didn't think it was boring, but what did we was it last week or the week before last where there was a kind of like three episodes, like three weeks in a row where it was just kind of a lull. Yeah. And even someone who really I really I really love this season. Well, I won't say love the season. I like the season quite a bit there were still that three, three episode arc or, you know, where it was just, they didn't do enough. And it, it, it was one of those where a part of it was like, they were still on the whole Kamina Oksana mm-hmm. thing and too much Marco. So as as strong as this season started, there was an absolute lull in the center of it. So there, there, there's a hard, huge chunk of this movie where, or movie, this series where it's not the expanse. It's the, the, the day players of the expanse. Um, where they focus on on the people who who are not the people we are emotionally invested in. Kara G is awesome. She is amazing as drummer. Drummer is a great character. I do not need to see drummer every episode. You know, um, I, I don't need to I, see her crew in more and, than one episode in the season. And see, season. that's what I was going to say. I would love to see drummer in every episode. However. The crew that surrounded her, as much as she brought them up, it sounds kind of, you know, it sounds kind of like two sides. She brought them up, but they also brought the story down. Yes. And that's like, if it was just drummer and drummer in certain thing, aspects with certain other characters, like with drummer and Ashford, I love how they did that. In, right. You know, season four. That was, that was perfect. That, that was great how they did that. Because they're again, both very good actors. Yes. Uh, the woman who plays Oksana was not a good actor. The woman who played Carol, not a good actor. The man who played Joseph, not a good actor. Yeah. And, and they so, spent too much time there. Right. Yeah, too much time so, on that. Um, okay, so, you know, get, getting Naomi, that was like a very gravity-esque scene. Um, and I loved <laughs> that we stayed in her helmet. Um, yes. That, that we, we were... You know, uh, all hope is lost. You know, <laughs> ye who enter, <laughs> leave, leave whatever <laughs> it is. Um, Abaddon's gate. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, but uh, you know, Naomi coming to the rescue, and then and then all of that. That was that was great. Naomi had to think about just jumping out into space this season. Um, you know, <laughs> luckily we don't have to deal with that anymore. Yolo. <laughs> she 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 should have yelled that when she jumped out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So. Well, she should have yelled it in Belter, though. So, yeah. um, the hand signals, right? We did. We have not gotten enough of the of the Belters talking with their hands in this series, um, for that to have had any impact. Well, you know, the first time, the first time you see that is from Havelock in you know one of the first episodes of season one, and they where he's trying to learn, yeah. When he's trying to learn it to, you know, so he can relate better and talk better to the Belters on so, the station, on yeah. series. 
I mean, because like Diego, right, was the most belter belter that ever belted, and he did not talk with his hands. Yeah, he just had the big belter Creole Sasuke. Well, voila. <laughs> yeah, but I figured I was like, she must be doing you know some hand signals when doing a well again. Because I was like, I know I've read does... the books more recently than you. <laughs> I just was like, oh yeah, yeah I know what she's doing. <laughs> Um, like, it looks a little bit like YMCA, but not really. <laughs> I'm curious if you did not read the books and you watched this, what did you think of this season? Because I think if you didn't read the books, you may very well have loved this season, like loved this season. Yeah. And I would, I actually, on the, on the other end, if I would have read, like if I'd have done a reread last, like, you know, between season four and season five, would I, how would I feel differently with this season than I do now? Because again, there's certain things that this, again, like the Holden, you know, doing his detective work, I did miss out on that. You mean but, Sherlock Holden? Yes, Sherlock Holden. <laughs> I definitely missed out on that. And, it, and they, that was one of those things that they, one of the issues I had with the series is right. that, because that was a big part of what Holden was doing on Tycho. And then, to, to your point with the whole, you know, was it Barkeith disappearing or being disintegrated? Mm -hmm. Like you said, it takes away. It was more of a shock value than it was, oh, that's what these ships are doing. That's what's happening to these ships. Yeah. And again, like I said, this is one of those things where I think it's okay for us as uh, as viewers to be ahead of the characters. Um you know, mm -hmm. sometimes the best thrillers, that's that's how they work out is, you know, the 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 reader knows who the killer is and everybody else has to catch up. Um, it's just a different kind of storytelling and, and not everybody can pull it off. Um, right. I, don't, I don't I don't think James S.A. Corey can pull that off um, as as much as I like their 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 writing. Um, <laughs> so not the other problems with Ty Frannick I have with standing. <laughs> So, oh yeah, rip tequila bottle. We, we yeah. forgot to mention that. So yeah, I mean, like, like we haven't got to Luna yet. Um, yes. So here was the thing though, when when they ran that blockade and Drummer turned on the other uh, Belters, like again, something we know that's happening because we read the books. But I love the way they did it because it wasn't Drummer who actually saved the day. It was. Um, Oh, Joseph. Joseph. No, it wasn't even Joseph. It was the other, the girl who uh, pushed oh, um, Carol. Uh, um, I'm drawing a blank on yeah, her name. Yeah, completely right drawing a blank. But anyway, and and like Carol went down. Like Nate Robinson went down, right? <laughs> like, oh, Lord. <laughs> she was just like out, like, you know, literally dead. Um, You know, and it was just like one shot to like the orbital bone that killed her. Uh, <laughs> that was crazy. Um. Yeah, as soon as she took the face mask off, it's like this bitch is dead. <laughs> yeah, I thought Drummer was gonna shoot her in the face. I thought that's what they were I gonna did. do. Well, do you you notice when Drummer said one more word and you're dead and, and it, I kill or shoot you? She stopped talking because yeah. she's like, yeah, she's she will shoot me. She will shoot me, and it will hurt. So yeah. Um, but no. Uh, getting to Luna, I think uh, the scene. So I, I again they got to Luna and Alex didn't get much of a send off, right? Um right. It, it was uh 
a lot of <sighs> holding to Naomi with the letter she left him, and it was played over as we were learning more. We learned that Alex is going to get buried back on Mars with his wife, his ex is, is taking care of it, and he's getting like full military, you know, uh, honors and, and whatnot. Um, you know, Mars is a dying planet, so how much does that really mean? <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, they, they, they get there and, and officer Allah is like, look, you, you are the, you are the future. You, you, you're, you're two earthers and a belter and a Martian and you're a family. And, you know, we want to hold you up as the example. Um, like that was a really cool little bit. Um, I really enjoyed just watching them like hang out at the party. I love that. Yeah, like um, the like when Holden's talking to Avazarala and then he looks yeah. over and looks at Na- that look yeah. he he gives Naomi, and and again Dominic Tipper is just mm. incredible. Chef's kiss. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, I love those. Like that's I'm I'm a fan of little moments like that. Again, one of my favorite scenes in the Age of Ultron is after the party and all of the, all of them are just hanging around, hanging around, you know, shooting the shit. Oh, know, it, w- it wasn't when it said the end. <laughs> uh, that was my favorite that- scene. Um, no, uh, no, you're right. But this is again, where we missed having everyone together. Yeah. Um, and not having Alex in that scene is, it really took away. It really, really yeah. did. Um, and not not giving him like the the only real thing send off he got was when Holden ran his hand under over the plaque, um, you know, Dude. which I, I, you know, I will say seeing that a legitimate salvage yeah. under there. Maybe. Oh, laugh. that's I, I, I got a good little <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, the so on Luna, Amos and Timmy, um, Timmy is is already planning crime. And I yeah, love I, know, right? I love how Amos is just kind of listening to him because he's sees the Ross he's docking and he's that waiting is, that for was it. awesome yeah and, and it was like you could see like he's like I'm almost home but he wasn't moving anywhere right yeah it was it's such right. the opposite of of like what this what this scene normally would be and you know West Chatham did did a great great job um you know. Uh, dropping the whiskey bottle, a little help, and nobody, nobody looks up. Yeah. So, um, nobody looks up. It was it was it was a nice final moment between the two of them. I hope it's not the last we see of Eric. Um, and Eric, Hutch survived too, by the way. Yeah, Hutch did survive. We we learned that to steal another day. To steal another day. Uh, <laughs> which was good. And then um. Well, you know, I mean, he's got a he's got a, a whole uh whole thing uh in the in the next trilogy of books too. Um which is pretty cool uh with Eric. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Eric the Red. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's uh it, it it was great. And then finally <laughs> seeing them back together and then Holden just falling right into Amos's trap. Um <laughs> So so Holden was playing Lincoln Logs and Amos was playing like 42 dimensional chess right there. Yeah. Like that was and again as much as I was upset that it like how how quickly they moved away from Alex being gone 
I, I think this scene was purposefully put mm-hmm. there to try try to mask over that a little bit because it was, it's awesome because Amos comes, you know, I got to talk to you, Captain alone. Yeah. Remember, remember when you said you were going to kill me? You know, you'd lined up on me and all this stuff, you know, when the Martians were coming on because mm-hmm. I didn't want to spend my life in the gulag. You were right. You were, you were serious. You would have done it, right? He's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. But everything's different. <laughs> we're family. Like, so, yeah, because you wanted to kill me now. Yeah. It's like, so no hard feelings. And I just love his like, okay. And he just hollers behind him. We're good. Yeah. And <laughs> out comes Clarissa Mal. So, um, <laughs> This is again where we miss like inner dialogue because the inner dialogue in the book is is fantastic at that scene. Um, the other thing look that up. Is, is Jim needs to look at Amos and say, um, "You threatened to rip my helmet off and just throw me off of the night." Yeah. Well, technically, he didn't threaten him. He said, "I don't know what what would stop me." He's like, "I don't know what rather if uh, I should rather I don't do know. this that or that." That sounded like a threat to me. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, look at Holden's. I remember Holden's face. He yeah. took it as a threat. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, so this this will be good having having Clarissa with with them. Um, her and Amos are, are great together. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So and then uh, the other thing that happened is during the party, um, Holden and Bobby are are summoned away with Avazarala. And this is where we get a really cool uh, battle because there's a group of Martian ships along with Belter ships that are making uh, making a beeline for the Soul Gate, and I I I, I pseudo remembered reading about this part in the book, but when the they just essentially dumped a bunch of sand on the uh, the Earth battleship, and it just tore it apart. They just yeah. fired what they did, and so see they didn't they didn't go into that enough. They're like, oh, it no, was stealth didn't. rocks. No, they took literally s- asteroid dust and in super speed threw it at the at the ship from above. Yeah, and right. and it just tore it to bits because that's what happens when tiny when when a mass of tiny rocks just hits your ship. Yeah, there's no friction to slow it down. No, it's none just- whatsoever. Uh, which was awesome. I loved that battle. Was so cool. Um, you know, and and it it ends with with Bobby, you know, being shocked that part of the Martian fleet went rogue. Um, and I I like how they're like, oh, they've they've gone with the Naros, and and we learn no, they're going through yeah. a gate called the Laconia Gate. And if you've read the books, you obviously know what that means. And uh, uh, side of Redis and um, Babbage. Are then on the ship of of the uh, Barkeith, and and that it, the way that the scene ended um, was great. But we got to see them talking to one of the scientists who was Cortazar. On, Cortazar, thank you. Um, who was on Laconia, and we get to see these strange platforms. And yeah, and what? Yeah. And again, uh, the only one I could remember from the books was the Magenta class. So I don't know if I think there were other class starships, but that was awesome. It was it was like the hollow of a it was like the skeleton of a whale, but in reverse instead of you know deteriorating, so, it's so being built should, up. Should I spoil what that is? Sure. So it's a shipbuilding platform where they build uh, pro, uh, protomolecule powered ships that are badass. That yeah, bad. I don't know if badass is even the word for these so, things. 
They are Sam Jackson's wallet in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> that is an absolute yeah. That's so a perfect description of those. Um, things. I'm very excited to see that part of the series in five to eight years. Yes, absolutely. So, and it, it should, and, and they shouldn't even do a movie or a series. They should do a three movie, maybe four movie, like engagement. Dude, I don't know, man. Well, I would say yes because of the budget. So, it just focused on a two, two, two to two hour and twenty minute movie. I don't know. Maybe they'll let them use the volume at, at Lucasfilm. That would be. They could do some Man, see, shit there. seeing the expanse on the big screen would be amazing. Yes. So, all right. Uh, so for the episode, um, out of five sandstorms in space, uh, I'm gonna go with a four. Yeah, uh, this is another one. I would put this. Yeah, I'd be a four as well. And then for the season, um, out of disappearing Donager class ships through a gate um, out of five. I'm going to go with a three and a half. I'm going to stay with my, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going fractions. I'm doing 4.25. <laughs> I think, I think it's better than a four, but not quite up to a 4.5. Yeah. Particularly because those, that three episode type three, the three week lull that it had that kind of took it down. And some of the misses, yeah. on the story decisions so yeah i just feel like i lost too much time with my favorite character to to give it yeah. more than a three and a half it's still a good that, season that's fair. Yeah. it was better than season four season four was not bad either um yes. it was not as good as season three season two is actually my favorite season of the show um so yeah yeah and season so one is great so yeah I, I mean again i i i like every season of the expanse but yeah if we're if we have to compare them yeah, season four is my least favorite season of The Expanse. And then we got to look at what the ending title card will look like as they go through. And it's uh, um, not a gate anymore. It was Laconia in the background. So, Right. So, Which was pretty cool. And uh, one thing we didn't mention uh, when we were talking about Drummer is that Drummer and Oksana are no longer. Oh, yeah. They went their separate ways. So hopefully and, Oksana's ship gets blown up and we don't have to look at yeah. it anymore. And, and we had mentioned that before a couple weeks ago where yeah. we said there's no, there's no repairing this. No. And it's funny because Drummer is the one that tried to repair it and Oksana was the one that – because they – oh, I guess this is important, but Surge, he dies. Yeah, he gets because, spaced. That was kind of cool when Marco just kicked him out um, after, yeah. after opening the airlock and making sure he's magged in. So yeah, he gave him the sin treatment. Yeah, and I and this is one of those I kind of like how when you were talking about I like the amount of time Marco got in this one. It wasn't too much. It was I think it was just enough. He was so menacing in this episode. Yeah. Oh man, where she said we've we've sent three tight beams, and he was like, I said that again. But it was but, a much more menacing. Well, and tone. and again when he's like, you have your gate, you have your system, we have our system. When um, mm-hmm. Severetti says. You know, we're going to go through and then the, the mines are going to be activated on our side of the gate. And he's like, oh, great. We, we don't want anything to do with you. <laughs> Beat it. Yeah. Oh, and again, we got the name of the mention of the, the man behind it all. Mm-hmm. Admiral Duarte. Yep. Duarte. Uh, I'm excited to watch them strap the railgun to the um, the little moon 
that that Holden used to open all the gates next season. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh wait, so. no, that's not next season. That that's far mm. away. No, that is. That, that I think that is next. No, season. no, no, it's or, not because no, 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 no Bobby's involved with it, but it's later. Um. Oh yeah. So. Okay. Like, it's so funny how when you say something and then I I yeah. the scene plays off in my head. I just like, got to say, though, the way Roberta Draper goes out in the books, if they don't <sighs> do her that way in the in the show and, and show us that, I'm going to be really sad because yeah. she goes out like a boss. Yeah, that was awesome. So, you all think, right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. All right. No, no, that's like that's it. Yeah, I, I, I think I think uh, thank you, Amazon Prime, for for giving us this show and, and making it as good as you did. Uh, we definitely will continue watching. Um, I'm almost done listening to the first book again. So, um, but the, after that, I'm gonna take a break and I'm gonna listen to the Matthew McConaughey book that you want me to listen to. About time. I don't know. Then I'm gonna listen to 1984 again. That's the one I think I'm. I'm, I'm going to half price tomorrow. So it's on. It's on Audible. It's free on Audible. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. So. Anywho, uh, yeah, that and Animal Farm, both free on Audible if you guys want to read two really good books, um, not even sponsored by us. Anywho, all right, um, so I'll be back next week. Daryl may be back next week. I don't know. He's going to Disney World again. He's uh, he's apparently in love with Disney World. He's um, half it's mouse. It's a magical place. He's half mouse at this point. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so it, it's either going to be both of us and we'll, we'll – we won't be reviewing WandaVision at all. Um, or it'll be me with um, a special guest reviewing WandaVision. And then Daryl and I will come back and do the commentary when he gets back from Orlando. So cool. Anything else to add, sir? No, it's just, uh, is it 2022 yet? <laughs> I'm it's, waiting for season six already. Yeah, right. Is is it Tuesday? Some random Tuesday in 2022 yet? <laughs> so, oh yeah. Hey Amazon, thank you for putting it out on Tuesdays, even though you said the show comes out on Wednesday. I actually really enjoy yeah. that. So, and yeah. keep doing that with the boys. Yes. Because watching the boys on Thursday night was great too. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. So, so yeah, keep yeah. doing that, people. Please, 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 says, please give us more of what we want. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> I, I don't either. So just, I wasn't going to say anything. Just ignore it. Um, But yeah. So on that note, we will see you guys. One of us next week. Uh, make sure to subscribe on YouTube. Thanks to Matt and Julian for, for backing us on Patreon. Hopefully more of you join them so you can get uh, more of the WandaVision um, commentaries. We've got five to go, four to go after this week. Um, and yeah so oh if there's something you want us to review a show that you want us to dig into uh email us at contact at infamouspodcast.com because we're looking for what's next uh, on that note see you later see ya the infamous podcast is recorded in kings mills ohio just north of cincinnati you can find new episodes every sunday on apple podcast youtube spotify google podcast our website, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. This show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infospodcast.com 
follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Infamous Podcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamous podcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from MeMichaelHenry.com. So, whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.